up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. Thanks for joining us for this special mini series of the podcast where we're checking in with business owners to see how they're handling the coronavirus pandemic. And this morning, I'm joined by a very special guest and one of my dear friends, Casey Chifty. Did I say it right? You did. You did. Nicely done. (laughs) Casey is an intercultural relationship coach at her company, Borderless Stories. She's also the host of the Borderless Stories podcast and the author of Loving Across Borders, her debut book about navigating cultural relationships. Thank you so much for being here, Casey. You're the Thanks first guest. Thanks for having me. That's so exciting. I'm happy that you're doing this. I think it's such an important conversation to be having. Thank you. And I feel like this is a way I can really contribute to that conversation right now mm-hmm. and hopefully shed light and insight for some people on how to handle the situation. Yes. Yes. Well, and I love, I have to say, I mean, I have like, you know, inside insight since I uh, know you, yeah. but I love that you are not uh, the MO of this isn't telling people what they should be doing, but just like what people actually are doing. So that that's the whole point. It's awesome. Thank you. It's just to share, give people a way to share what they're actually doing and then get a variety of perspectives so that hopefully there's someone in this mini series that you can relate to, or maybe a few different people and things that you can implement on your own. Exactly. We're just going to dive right in. Okay. Um, so number one, the first question I have for you out of five is what is the biggest shift you've had to make in your business in the past couple of weeks? Um, yeah, it's, it's surprised me, I guess. Um, since my business is just me, I don't have a team or anything. Um, I it, like everything shifted, and I realized how much of my identity was wrapped up in my business. And then when this thing comes through and shakes everything up, it's like, oh, I wait a minute. No, like I even if I don't have that, I still have to be me. I still have to keep doing things, and it doesn't feel things don't feel as urgent or as important as they did before, because it feels like I'm just contributing to the noise. You know, if I'm trying to drive people to want to become new clients or buy a copy of my book or whatever it is, um, people have a lot more pressing needs and wants and fears and concerns at the moment. So um, who am I in so many ways to like contribute to that and be like, you know, what else you need is like to worry about your relationship falling apart because you're living in too close to quarters now. So um, it's, it's really given me the opportunity um, kind of forced me in many ways to just take a step back and go like, okay, let's reevaluate how, how this works and how we can, um, how you can help in an ethical way that's not kind of like creating fear around what else people need to be doing, should be doing, must be doing ASAP, you know, I'm like, I don't want to say any of those words to uh, anyone except maybe myself. And even then, you know. Yeah. And that's hard too. And I think a big part of this is like listening to what you need and then like really listening to what your audience needs or paying attention to that. And I think a lot of people are overwhelmed. 
with yeah. the amount of content and Zoom calls and free shit that's just like coming out of the woodworks, which is really cool to see how creative people are getting and how resourceful people are getting. Um, but I think for the average consumer, it can be a little overwhelming. Definitely. So within your business then, um, with those things in mind, how have you addressed this shift? Um, so I've been more mindful. I've, I've not been keeping to any kind of schedule with where I'm showing up and when I'm showing up, because, uh, certainly when you work as a coach, it's like, it's very important that, you know, you're coming from a good place. Your bucket is full, so to speak. And when it's like, uh, I'm stressed or there's people that I'm worried about or things that I'm unsure about, I don't want to come and be, you know, trying to, to do anything from that mindset from that perspective from that attitude because I, I know for myself that like I can't hide my feelings right you know? yeah. uh, they're written all over my face and so if I'm you know saying one thing but you see in my eyes that like I'm panicking or whatever like that's obviously not going to do any good um and the other thing like the tangible thing that I've done is change my primary offering so whereas before I was working with people well the the I had just made this shift actually just before this all started where I was like, I'm going to focus on like a three month coaching program because I think that the best work I can do is going to be in this three month period. I really like that thought of working with people for 90 days, blah, 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 whatever. Um, yeah, and then this all starts two weeks before this happened. Right. Right. And then this all starts happening and I'm like, no one wants to be thinking about three months, right. You know, like there, there are needs and there are concerns that are like very pressing very right now in the moment and in the next couple of weeks. So no one's going to go, Oh, wow. Yeah. Think about what I could do in 90 days. Ooh. So uh, I just um, went and totally switched that around my website and it's like, okay, let's talk about three weeks, you know, and let's have something that's a lower investment point because maybe if you're not working right now, you don't feel great about dropping the cash for a three month coaching package. How about three weeks? You know, so um, that's that feels good. Um, I feel like I'll be more comfortable with admitting that I have it, admitting that there is a way to pay me, you know, and when right. it was the way it was before, I didn't feel comfortable with that in this climate. I didn't feel comfortable saying, well, you know what you could do is you could give me your like last paycheck. Right. <laughs> and I'll help you, you know, yeah, have a relationship. Right. Things are uncertain for a lot of people and especially the people that you work with, you know, and so trying to navigate that while not offering everything for free, but still running a business and then trying to figure out what your audience needs and then what they can afford if that looked different from before. I think that's a huge part of what's going on right now. And so then how has your audience, your business community responded to this new shift? Yeah. um, I mean, I have mainly been seeing people in my membership community and that's like, we're still doing that. We're still showing up there, you know, and doing our calls and stuff. Um, I think it's been hard for a lot of people because so many of the people in my audience are like long distance relationships. Yeah. And that's kind of like, Oh, you know, I don't, I don't really even want to, to touch that, you know, and kind of be like, what's this like for you? Is it hard? <laughs> you know, it's like, obviously it was already hard and now it's, even harder and even more uncertain. So um, that's, you know, I think it's important to kind of give them space and also let them know that I'm there, you know, but no one can be an expert in navigating this. Anyone who's claiming to be an expert is like, I don't know, 
maybe an alien from another planet that has experienced this or a time traveler who's like, oh, I lived through, you know, the the great flu, the great influenza. Um, but nobody knows, like no one knows the how long this is going to be like this for. So I think, um, yeah, I think just that's that's what I've been able to do for them, I guess, is like give them that space and mm-hmm. um, not overwhelm, not contribute to the... Uh, the overwhelm. Like I know my they're they're a lot like me, right? And I, I know how I'm responding on social media. It's like I'm skipping past anything that has too many words or is telling me what I should be doing. So I think a lot of there's a lot of numbing going on that's like, let me just sort of escape and read a book or watch a new series or whatever. So Right. And I think you bring up a really interesting point because for a lot of people Quarantine means being in close quarters with your significant other for a much longer period of time. But then there are, for a lot a lot of other people on the flip side, especially even people with in long distance relationships with people with spouses in the military, like there's a lot of question marks about when they're going to see each other again or when these right. people will get to come home or when they'll be reunited. And the deadline that they had or the countdown that they had has probably most likely been extended in other right all of those cases. And so without any certainty too of what the new deadline is going to be. Yeah, exactly. And so that poses an entirely different like crisis, I guess Mm -hmm. you could say, because for a lot of people, the deadline, the question mark right now is like, when can we go back to life as normal? And then if you're in that type of relationship, it's like, okay, well, yeah, normal life. And then when am I going to see my significant? Mm -hmm. They're like two separate. Mm -hmm. So that's a really great point. Yeah. And I think one thing that's really important too, I was thinking of this earlier. It's like, um, you know, when those of us who are coaches or who are, you know, people ha- ask our opinions about different things, um, I think it's important to be human in all of this too. And if I'm coming and acting like I've got all my shit together, you know, I figured this all out, I'm like, oh, look at how well I'm doing. Um, I don't think that that's a, something that is establishing trust, you know, for me with my audience. They're not going, wow, she really knows how to, you know, navigate a pandemic. They're like, she's full of crap. Like she's right. just lying to herself and lying to us. Um, the other day, my husband was talking to someone who was, you know, kind of asking his input about like, well, you know, like it's hard now all of a sudden being home with my partner all the time. And how's that like for you and Casey? And he at first was thinking, oh, you know, like we're fine. And then remembered, oh, well, we've been doing this for a while. When he, when we first both started staying home at the same time, it was like, why are you here all the time? What are we going to do about this? How are we going to establish the boundaries? You know, so um, it doesn't help anyone when we're like, well, we've just actually been totally fine since the very first moment that we ever lived together. Everything was just, you know, no conflict. No, and that's just not, it's not true, but it can, it, once you've been doing it for a while, it can feel like this is the normal, but it wasn't. Okay. It took time. Marshall and I just had that conversation. Well, we'll call it a conversation yesterday. And um, because he was off and I was in the office, but if he's working in the studio and I'm in the office and he has to wear headphones and we had a timing communication, because you don't want to wear headphones in your studio. The point is to enjoy your space and your sound and so we were like, oh, well, you know, what would this be like if he wasn't working? We would be having to navigate this in an entirely different way because this is our the space we both come to to work and create. And so he's not working, which is probably going to happen in the next week as mm-hmm. the 
the thought there, but you know how we're going to have to set some boundaries in place and have some communication. Right. And I think a lot of people are figuring that out. Right exactly. Now. Exactly. Yeah. And no one's looking for advice from someone who's like, I don't know what you mean. Is it hard? Right. You know, like yeah. what's, 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 what's the problem? I don't get it. So, <laughs> so then um, in the middle of all this and being at home with your significant other, which you guys have done and running a business, how are you taking care of yourself? Uh, that's, uh, yeah. So it still comes up every day that I often am like, wow, I feel guilty because I wasn't as productive as I wanted to be. I, I hate that. And I know there's a lot of conversation going on around that now of kind of like, we don't have to be productive and that's right. not, you know, the only marker of like a successful life is how productive you are. So I think that's been the biggest thing is trying to let go of judgment of myself and of how I spend my time and saying, you know, sometimes, yeah, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to watch Netflix. And sometimes yeah. I'm going to get really emotional because there are people that I'm scared for. And if I don't acknowledge that I have those emotions, they're just going to sit there and fester and cause a bigger problem later. So um, that's the biggest thing is, is just trying to be like, talk to myself like I would talk to someone else in my life, right? Someone else who's like, oh, I'm feeling really bad about this. Uh, and that's one thing that I do really appreciate about uh, my husband and his sense of humor is that he doesn't play those games with me anymore where I'm like, oh, I feel really bad about X, Y, Z. And he's like, oh, no, you shouldn't. It's okay. He, he Now he knows that I know better than that. So right. when I say, oh, I feel really bad about not being productive, he's like, yeah, you should. And I'm like, you're right. I shouldn't. I know I'm being ridiculous. So yeah, um, that's great. It's yeah. So it's been, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a weird time. It, there's nothing that's like normal about this. There's nothing that there's nothing that we should be doing. I think the, the rule I came up with for myself is like, as long as you're not being an asshole, uh, you're doing a great job. That's the whole only thing on my to-do list every day is like, just don't be an asshole. Uh, and well that's done. Great. Yeah, I think that's perfect. And I think being patient with yourself and for whoever needs to hear it, you have permission to watch Netflix or bake. I made a cookie in a crock pot and then I ate Ooh. a lot of it. So, you know. I didn't know it, that you could do that. I didn't either. I will send oh. you the recipe when we're done because it's amazing. And it was just, it was great. It was a nice little baking project. And then I didn't have to worry about it for two hours. And then it was yeah. there. And yeah. Um, so, you know, whatever, like this is the permission slip if anyone needs it to just do what feels right, right now. in this exactly. moment, this hour, this minute for yourself. Yeah. yeah. There's all these, you know, all the things that we're joking about on social media about how like, oh, we're all going to gain so much weight yeah. over this time. And it's like, seriously, just, just drop it. You know, like there, no, there's nothing that we have to emerge on the other side with like, I lost a bunch of weight and I wrote a book and I did, I did all of these. It's like, whatever, whatever you emerge with on the other side. Great. You know, like if it's nothing awesome, if you've just like managed to maintain some semblance of sanity, awesome. Right. Well done. Uh, But like the point is just going, going through and continuing and Exactly. And I think that's just like, take the pressure off. This is not a vacation. You know, it's just, this is a, this is a pandemic. And so we're all just figuring it out. So how can we support you and your business right now moving forward? Um, Well, 
You know, just like, I think the big thing is probably just like, if you know someone who could benefit from any of the free content that I have, like the podcast, the blog, all that kind of stuff, anyone who's in an intercultural relationship, then just like pass it along. You know, um, I'm not, the thing about having a very specific niche is it's not like everybody should hire me, you know, (laughs) Um, but we all do know someone generally who's in that kind of situation, kind of uh, unusual relationship where there's, you know, obstacles that maybe the rest of us can't relate to. Um, So I'm always just trying to continue to raise awareness, I guess. And even for others who aren't in that position, like kind of reading through some of the, the things that I've written saying, Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't really consider that some of the things, that are hard would be hard. You know? For other people. So, yeah. yeah. I think that's great. And I will say on Instagram, Casey is always honest and open and she provides great relationship advice, but also good advice for navigating your own shit and, you know, being patient with yourself and being honest and, and then sharing that in an authentic way. So I like your Instagram. Thanks. Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun place to hang out. I like it too. And I think a lot of people are probably on social media more than ever right yeah. now. So. Yeah, I know. I'm like, uh, yeah. it certainly seems that way when I'm, I'm like, wow, there's more. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just, uh, yep. Well, yeah. thank you so much for being here and for sharing your perspective on how to handle this. And I appreciate you. I appreciate and you too. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Good. I'm so glad. And I'm sure we'll talk soon. Absolutely.